0: Hello Stargazers, welcome to 7th House Astrology, where I take any topic that is astrological or related to relationships and romance. I investigate under the lens of Sinistry Astrology, otherwise known as Love of Relationship Astrology, to see what we can learn when it comes to relationships and astrology. I am your host, Sandra Misak, and I'm so glad that you guys have joined me for today. So within this last week, originally I was going to try a Sinistry Astrologized episode on uh, Practical Magic, or two characters uh, specifically from Alice Hoffman's books, Practical Magic and Magic Lessons. However, because uh, my life has been kind of topsy-turvy recently, especially when it comes down to mental health. I uh, found that to be a little bit challenging for this time. And of course, we haven't uh, explored aspects uh, for a while. I think it was the last time that we explored aspects was with the Venus Cassini. So for today, I decided that this would be a good time to explore aspects. But um, the reason why I mentioned the... Uh, two characters from Magic Lessons and Practical Magic was that when I took a look at one of the characters, um, the character from Practical Magic, I actually found this aspect. And, um, you know, I love all aspects. I don't have a particular favorite, but uh, this one kind of caught my eye. It was was kind of interesting. It was like, hmm, I've never seen this before. That aspect is Neptune conjunct the North Node. And yeah, just everything about this aspect was just really extremely interesting. You know, we have the North Node, which technically is not a planet, even though uh, Vedic astrology or Hindu astrology, as well as Western astrology, recognizes the North and South Nodes, um and it represents really the subconscious desires that kind of make our purpose more meaningful it's kind of like actually according to uh sinister or not sinistry sorry advancedastrology.com it's really the subconscious and also the new things that happen within our lives um that really make our purpose that much more necessary, um, in our lives. And also the South node represents the subconscious as well with the subconscious bad habits that we like to utilize that gets in the way of our purpose, whether our purpose be within relationships or whether that purpose be within our life. So, I mean, we have, and also with the North node, the way that's calculated is that, um, Whenever the moon goes into eclipse, usually the moon goes into eclipse on the opposite sign that the north node is on. So like, for instance, uh, for a while with Aries... There was a lunar eclipse that happened within Libra Um, this last year. We had a lunar eclipse on Cinco de Mayo that was in Scorpio. So the North Node moved from Aries to Taurus. And it just, that's when it likes to, that's when it likes to move. But either way, we have our, you know, our position in our chart that represents purpose. And, you know, represents a lot of, um, you know, intuition regarding that. And then we have Neptune, which is like the psychotropic, uh, very intuitive planet and also the planet of ideals and dreams, you know, also governing drugs, hypnosis, film, cinematography, uh, photography as well, too. We have, uh, you know, very intuitive planets such as Neptune, um, also in conjunction with that. And it was just, like I said, it's very intriguing to me. Uh, Particularly, I, I think it kind of goes without saying our guest chart that I'm going to be referencing a lot to is going to be Sally Owens. That was the character from Practical Magic in which I was studying her particular chart. What was also kind of interesting is that Sally Owens, her sister Jillian Owens, um, in the same novel, has the same chart as well too. They're both theorized to have the same birthday and born the same year. So I I thought that was also quite interesting, and you can kind of see some of these aspects form within Jillian as well. But to focus, it's just it's kind. Our focus will be on Sally Owens, and really particularly, if you have. A, um, if you have this aspect in your chart, what to kind of expect really when it comes down to it. And then furthermore, the fun part of this episode, um, who would be a good match for you uh, based off of the characteristics of Neptune conjunct the North Node. So um, with that said, when I first saw this uh, this actual um, aspect in Sally Owens' chart, The first thing that came to my mind was, you know, in the novel Practical Magic, Sally is always trying to do away with the Owens family reputation because it's really, it's very dangerous when she um, walks into town. And the reputation was that her great ancestor, Maria Owens, was almost um, killed in 1600s puritanical Massachusetts she escaped her death, and she was known for she was known through and through for being a witch. And ever since then, ever since her escape, um, she, you know, had her, you know, adventures, and she had her life story, which is actually detailed in Magic Lessons. But uh, with the Owens family, they were always they always had that reputation. It's like, hey, if there's an if there's an Owens woman who comes into town, good chance she, she's a witch. And not only is she a witch, but she needs to be scorned. Because if she looks at you the wrong way, your house could burn down. Or if she says something, something bad's going to happen to you. Or worse, when Sally actually went to school one day and all of her aunt's cats were following her to school, that was a bad omen you know, to all the ki- other kids in her class when really it was just her cat, Basically, the cats were trying to protect Sally uh, in all essence. But um, really with Sally, she's just trying to get away from the association of her last name and witch. And she's trying to just be as normal and as down to earth as she can be. However, I just find that this placement really marks that of a witch or of a mystic. As well, too. That was like kind of my, my my first thought on it, because you have a very, very intuitive planet with a with the marker for purpose. And my original um, kind of rendering of this was that when it comes to Neptune, it's actually linked with your North Node. So whereas the North Node usually getting your purpose or gaining your purpose is kind of the opposite for whichever sign it's in. Again, the same thing with a planet that's conjunct. So whereas with Neptune, if it were um, conjunct your moon, you would be very intuitive naturally, very dreamy, uh, possibly needing to nail your shoes down to the ground because you kind of get lost in the other realms and kind of get lost in your daydreams. And also you can be very compassionate. Now with the North Node, here comes the oppo- here comes the opposite effect. With the North Node, um, Neptune is not really well expressed. Um, the individual who has, or the native who has this in their chart, they might have expressed psychic ability. And you know, I, I've actually experienced this when my clairs blew up on me in two thousand five to two thousand fifteen to two thousand sixteen. You know, you just, uh, when your clairs blow up, and it depends on which clairs, whether you're clairvoyant, whether you're clairaudient, whether you're clara, um, cognizant. sometimes you might know things that you don't want to know, or you see things that you don't really necessarily want to see, or hear things that you don't want to hear, or feel things if you're sentient that you don't want to feel. And I mean, it's, it's basically the clairs just kind of developing. But a lot of individuals who have this position in their chart may have grown really scared. Um, They might have seen something extremely frightening or experienced something really frightening. And therefore, they're not utilizing that aspect. Um, Another aspect would be their spirituality. Maybe they were duped at a very young age into a particular spiritual system. They saw the hypocrisy of it and they... They were deterred um by that particular spiritual system or all spirituality for that matter. Um, also, compassion seems to brew a bit later on. Um, but either way, um, to utilize, you know, psychic ability uh, to express your spirituality, uh, to express mystical abilities, and also, you know, to have that compassion helps you further to come to your purpose. And, of course, your purpose is determined not only which house your north node is in, but also the sign. So to take out Sally Owens, for instance, her purpose is linked to Sagittarius, and her purpose is to really have some higher learning and to look at the bigger picture, um, very much like the centaur, look at the bigger picture of reality, Um, kind of learn some higher knowledge, kind of ponder a little bit about the meaning of life, or maybe about the meaning of the mysticism that she's kind of facing, or the mystical abilities that she has, or the witchy abilities, if we may, that she has. So when I actually did some research into this particular aspect, I was actually quite surprised that a lot of my sources actually backed me up. Um, it's actually not often that I have this, uh, normally I have one version, but it's like, it's, it's close, but not a cigar. So this was, this was actually kind of nice. I was like, wow, okay. Um, either I'm getting a little more adept with this or, um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of finding an alignment somehow. I, I don't know. Or maybe it's not just me. Maybe there's, there's an agreement, uh, when it comes to this particular placement. But uh, advancedastrology.com also really kind of added that a lot of people who have this aspect as well start off super grounded. What I mean by super grounded is that they're usually, so kind of like with Sally Owens, getting back to her, you know, instead of actually embracing her aunt's witchy side and their eclectic side, Um, so a little bit of a backstory, you know, with Sally, she had lost both of her parents at a very young age. She was adopted by her aunts who actually embrace Maria Owens's abilities and also their own abilities, and are really like they're they're witches and they're proud, um, so to speak. Sally, in contrast, actually I I don't really know what happened to her with her particular ability. It's not really specified within practical magic. But um, I think half of this is also kind of compensating for the loss of her parents, you know, trying to find like what's what's like calming and kind of normal, like a sense of normalcy for her, um, which is usually sought after when somebody kind of goes through a very mildly traumatic or even a major traumatic sort of situation. But she's super grounded in the regard that she's cooking well-rounded meals. Um, She's bringing home home and gardens when her aunts are clear about You know, hey, you don't, you don't have to cook meals. In fact, we don't want kids cooking meals for us. We like to just have root beer in the morning, ice cream for dinner, no structure, no rules. And uh, Sally kind of goes against that and she um, makes like really like, like um, I think it was one recipe for pork chops that she brought home uh, one time in the novel. Um, also a meal of uh, basically with re- well-rounded vegetables. And I um, think she's also made stews a couple times before. She's also super grounded in the regard that even as a child, You know, unlike her sister, unlike her aunts, she actually helps to keep her aunts home clean, like spotless. Like she will literally be on hands and knees scrubbing the floor. And um, I think it was like later on as she uh, grew older, she was more preoccupied with floor cleaners, what would um, effectively clean the floors um, of an old home, as opposed to, the guy at the hardware store who actually took a really big inkling and a big interest to her. But this is not uncommon for a lot of people who have this particular aspect in their charts. It's um, They kind of feel they have to be down to earth because, again, they might have had, like I said, as I mentioned earlier, they might have had that mystical experience that was either really foggy Or it wasn't really clear, or, you know, it provided a scary incident. And then also on top of that, it wasn't really clear as to where it came from, or how to deal with that particular, particular scary incident. Um, normally with Neptune energies, it takes a trained shaman, or it takes a trained magical practitioner, or trained mystic to deal with it. And even then, sometimes like with mystics and shamans, and, you know, trained uh, magical practitioners, they tend to have Neptune energies kind of get away from them as well. But they kind of know a couple, they know a number of things. They have a number of tools under their belt to kind of come back to reality. Whereas someone like uh, young Sally Owens would not have that capability or somebody who has this aspect in their chart and they experience it just willy-nilly out of the blue might not have that as well. So they, they probably would be very super grounded, Very much into science, possibly, or into logic, very much against that Neptune aspect. And really what AdvancedAstrology.com again proposes, they start proposing actually that a lot of natives who have um, Neptune conjunct the North Node in their chart, Start actually engaging in a creative project, you know, like start painting. And, and I, when I say creative project, I'm not just saying knitting or an arts and craft of some sort. I'm actually saying try engaging in an actual art form, you know, like painting or sculpting or, um, photography, anything that's kind of governed by Neptune. And what the um, explanation, and this is also mentioned by astromatrix as well. In fact, astromatrix even contradicts, it's like, yeah, a lot of people usually have, actually they come to the medium with natural ability. But both sources mentioned that this individual, their intuitive capabilities start to come alive as well within an actual constructive medium. And I can actually attest to this being um a aspiring screenwriter. There are times where when we say the muses kind of um help us to write a particular story or the muses help us to, you know, move this particular part of dialogue from here to over here and maybe fill it in with with these words instead. Or if you're also a novelist, you know, the muses might speak to you in accomplishing your novel in this way or inc- accomplishing your novel that way. Um, you know, also when it comes to artwork and sculpture, um, it's, you know, again, we, we call it the muses, but it's actually our intuition that comes through. And, it, it you know, for some reason, it seems like with the, the arts, especially the um, intu- intuitive faculties really start to open up. And really start to act on your behalf. But instead of blowing up, like blowing up, you know, your is blowing up and you're seeing nasty stuff or you're feeling, experiencing nasty stuff, it's in a nice way. It's in a nice medium. And also, I think that it's a good medium to kind of hone in on intuitive faculties as well, too. Like, what are your natural clairs and how to refine them so that it's not like picking up on everything. Um, Another thing that I'd recommend for somebody who has this um, aspect in their chart, definitely check out Marianne DeMarco. She actually, she only has like one book that I do know of that is out um, and in public that she had published. She is actually a known medium and she had mentioned within her book, you know, she also had the same experience when her clairs blew up. It's like she saw you know, spirits, you know, wayward spirits, or she saw people who were dying and their auras and um, really just like nasty stuff that she didn't want to see. Basically she said, you know, confide in either all there is the Buddha, God, you know, whomever is your deity of choice or however you see the universe, confide in the universe and ask the universe to, um, really do away with the things that you don't like, and then really do with the things, you know, really kind of grant, still continue to grant you the gifts that you do appreciate. Um, it, you know, the universe does listen, um, and it does actually also help to hone in and weed out what you shouldn't be seeing or what you shouldn't be hearing as opposed to what you could. And um, I actually found that to be very helpful for me back in like 2015 to 2016 when my Claire's were just blowing up all over the place. I, I especially could hear a lot. My Claire audience was really picking up. And um, yeah, I just I just felt like I, I heard a tremendous amount and more than what I really should have. And I think also training my Claire audience to kind of listen more to the divine as opposed to just whatever's around me, um, kind of helped out as well too. But uh, definitely, yeah, definitely check out De- uh, Marianne DeMarco. But also, engaging in arts um, in the arts too can help to refine those intuitive capabilities. Also, I think with the arts too, the mystical side uh, when it comes to somebody a native who has um, Neptune conjunct the North Node can actually help to bring out their mystical side and help them to embrace that side a bit better so that they can kind of not be so grounded um, and not be kind of like, well, Sally, sometimes she's kind of described as being like a a stick in the mud. Um, You know, her aunts are very disappointed in her because all Owen's family, all the women in the Owens family are very headstrong and they do what they want to do and they do as they please. And here she is. She's just not, she's just being very obedient and very, um, straight laced as well. Kind of like an Enneagram type one, um, in very early childhood. And I, I, I can understand the ants in that regard because that's usually not a normal situation within kids. Um, you know, you kind of wonder, okay, is there a disorder going on? Is my, is this child okay? Um, so I think with the ants, when they say that, she, you know, Sally just doesn't belong, or she's just not like the, the Owens family women, I think they're literally just kind of expressing a lot of con- um, natural concern. And I think that that's not uncommon, again, for natives with um, Neptune conjunct the North node. That also they invite and kind of elicit concern from loved ones um, due to the fact that they're just so earthy and they're so grounded to start off with. But I think, um, again, with the art, you know, you're not only are you engaging in the intuitive faculties, your mystical side can be brought out. And, you know, if you don't feel comfortable with being a witch or a mystic, if you're kind of like Sally Owens where the witchcraft history of her family origin just kind of freaks her out, her natural abilities too. She has a ton of natural abilities in the novel. That also freaks her out. Um, really, if if this kind of um, – is very scary the mystical or being a mystic or a witch or a shaman is is kind of scary or it's a scary path for you you can also just stick to you being the native of um neptune conjunct the north node you just stick to being a, a an artist and actually those who have this particular aspect in their chart are there who are natives also are very, um, prolific in art. Um, they can, um, have very prolific points of view when it comes to their paintings or their sculptures or, um, you know, their singing abilities or their acting abilities as well too. So, um, you know, again, don't, you know, like I said, again, um, don't just think of it as just the mystical. You can also, you know, pursue that level of being the artist as well. And I kind of feel too, with Sally Owens, our guest, you know, guest star, you know, her charts kind of like our guest star for this episode. I kind of feel that if she engaged in arts within practical magic, she might have found a better way to cope um, with the different circumstances of being raised by her aunts. Um, The differences with her aunts and also, you know, just not having her mom and dad around, you know, she formed a very close bond with her sister, sure. But I think along with that, um, you know, being able to express an art form, a lot of her innate abilities, I think that would have that would have helped her tremendously. AdvancedAstrology.com also mentions that it may take a longer time for this person to find their life's purpose. So when they finally do embrace their, you know, intuitive or their mystical side or their artistic side, it might take a little longer to kind of latch on. It might be a little bit later in life. Um, it's also later in life that they develop compassion, you know, high amounts of compassion, uh, for everybody. It's not like they don't care, um, earlier on. It's just, again, Neptune, its influence takes a little while to build in our charts. Um, it might start, there might be a little inkling here and there early in life, but not enough for us to kind of grasp and understand it. You know, for me, I know, uh, with Neptune, I remembered, you know, Neptune also being in Sagittarius for me, um, you know, early on in life, I developed um, story ideas or a lot of story ideas and um, didn't know how to exactly express it. But it's like the Academy Award winning film that's going on in my head. And yet it, it still has yet to be written down. And I remember it's like I kind of, you know, delved in and daydreamed about it a lot when I was in my teenage teenage years and also in my twenties. But it took me until about my thirties to finally say, Hey, buckle down, write it down. And it was like late twenties to early thirties actually. Um, but that's not uncommon for Neptune. And I think, uh, for those who have, um, that are natives to this chart, it might be like their 30s, maybe even their 40s when they start um, latching on to the mystical side as well as, you know, the compassionate side of their personality. Artistic capabilities can start at a very young age, but it, they might not really, the hidden meanings behind it might not come through until a bit later in life as well. And the only reason why this is, is that Neptune is just such a foggy planet, um, you know, planet of dreams, literal dreams, like when we're asleep and, you know, just things that aren't really known to us um, in our logical mind. But uh, it could just be very, like I said, again, our purpose um, linked to that can be very foggy as well, too. And it was also mentioned with um, Advanced Astrology, as well as Astro Matrix, that you know, because it's so foggy, um, the purpose in life may not it may take a little bit longer too. And um again, once this individual though expresses their um mystical side, their psychic ability, they kind of see their purpose a little bit more, or even their artistic side too. They see their purpose a lot more, their purpose comes into more of a clear focus. Again, like with Sally Owens, um, she denies a, a bigger picture worldview. Maybe she thought that the last time that she thought of the bigger picture, or she thought of a, a you know a, an enormous worldview, uh, when she did that was before her parents' death, and she might have felt a little responsible uh, for their death, and therefore her change in life. Also, whenever there's been paradigm shifts for her or big, you know, big paradigm or paradigms that have come her way, it's usually through her aunts with witchcraft. And normally it, it she kind of feels like that ruins her life that much more since she just wants to be a normal kid or growing up. She just wants to be a normal human adult. However, she can't ignore the... Owen's family curse, especially, and also the things that just happened with uh, the Owen's family in particular. Um, so to embrace her purpose, it's, it would be to flip that around and maybe embracing not only the witchcraft element in her family, but also the mystical element that the, that it really holds or that everything holds or, you know, the deeper meanings that her aunts have. You know it's not just superstition, it's not just for magic. They might have some really valid uh, conclusions that might not that can't be drawn logically. They might know how to link two bridges together um, where other people would kind of fail or where other people would kind of be a little flummoxed on that. so um again, they could hold a deeper meaning. For her, it's just a matter of having that being more clear and in focus for it. And also, more importantly, she needs to trust her own paradigm and her own worldview, which doesn't really seem to exist in practical magic. Um, But you know, to embrace her own paradigm, her own worldview, so that she can advance on in life and really make sure that her life is very clear and purposeful as well. Um, Astro Matrix kind of echoed a lot of advancedastrology.com, um, except they also added, uh, for those who have Neptune conjunct the North Node in their chart, that they should be where, um, because of ne- because Neptune's influence, so kind of like within my Neptune episode where I mentioned Neptune can also be linked to substance abuse or substance related sort of uh, malfunctions, if you may. Um, I think I mentioned the 60s, you know, everyone in the 60s dropping acid, thinking that they can go on a vision quest, and instead they got their worst nightmare manifested in reality. And um, also, Stargazers, I just have to say, if you do want to go on a vision quest... You really have to be, you know, I think what one thing that um, those of the 60s who grew up in the 60s and dropped acid didn't realize, you have to be trained for it. You have to be trained for discerning what's not really your purpose. So the nightmarish, you know, sort of images are really kind of like not your purpose, how to ground in order to ascend into What is a purposeful realm as well, too? And usually that's done in conjunction with a shaman or trained professional. So, I mean, if you do want to go on a vision quest, um, I usually recommend contacting a shaman, a mystic, um, a witch, um, somebody who's really well-known regard, even like a medicine man, medicine woman, someone who's really well-known and well-regarded in a community. And who really has gone on many vision quests um, before themselves and knows what to, what you should be experiencing as opposed to what you shouldn't. Um, no way, shape, or form should we, should you be going on a vision quest on your own. And I think that was a big lesson Neptune imparted to us in the 60s. But uh, really, when it comes down to Neptune as well, Substance abuse also seems to be huge, um, you know not only just dropping acid having a really bad trip, but also someone who just gets a little drowned out by a ton of substances or getting a little too um, dependent on substances. And, uh, really somebody who has Neptune close to their north node may feel like the particular substance might help them with their purpose. It's not going to. It'll just deter you from your purpose. It'll just deter you from your life. Um, be very careful when approaching substances. Um, you know, any controlled substances and also alcohol as well too. Um, also make sure you know, they, they kind of mentioned that a lot of people who have um, Neptune conjunct the North Node usually like um, to go with societal fads, you know, because they're just so grounded. This is definitely so Sally Owens. And they mentioned try not to get too deceived. You know, deception is very common. With anything that regards Neptune, so people can also deceive them, Um, people who they feel might help them with their purpose and on their path of purpose might deceive them and actually con them in some ways. Also societal fads where they feel like that might be stable. Fads are really just that. They just kind of last for a, a little while, mainly because um, they have erroneous uh, beliefs or they have erroneous facts that are usually field behind it. Um, I can take one instance, not with a societal fad, but with a diet, with um, a diet fad, like with um, South Beach, you know, uh, you know, emitting carbs from your diet naturally your body does need like a little bit of carbohydrates it's just like with the paleo diet too where um, it omits sugar Um, I see where the paleo and the um, South Beach diet diets are coming from, but you do need some carbs. You do need some sugars in your system to keep all levels balanced, just maybe not as much as society feeds to us. So that's where I say instead of omitting carbs and omitting sugar, Um, really just trying, maybe like doing, uh, like with low sugar or a little bit of sugar here, or maybe a a little bit of carbs or better yet complex carbs or try incorporating complex carbohydrates into your diet as well too. But fads, like I said, again, they, they have, they have something going for them, but again, it can be kind of erroneous or it just doesn't always work out too well. And for those who have Neptune conjunct the North Node, you know, and getting caught up in societal fads, um, they might find that there's extreme disenchantment uh, when they follow society in one way and they find that society has duped them or deceived them in one way, shape, or form, or another. So um, here's where I get into the fun part of this episode. Who would be really great for individuals who have uh, basically Neptune conjunct the North Node? Well, um, one thing I would say is that because these individuals do develop psychic ability, mystical abilities, or artistic abilities, where they're starting, you know, they do start to accept... More the mystical, more the spiritual later on in life, normally around times when they would start dating when they'd start consider um, start to consider marriage, I think a good partner for them would be somebody who is very open minded because um you know if they're going to share some of the, whatever their insights happen to be um the worst thing that can happen for this individual. Again, we're we're talking about somebody who they're opening up to intuition to encompass their purpose. So if we have somebody who is a Debbie Downer or a Debbie Dawn and they're just you know, bringing that person down and saying that, you know, the realm of the, the psyche or the realm of the psychic or mystical of the mystic is, you know, foolish, it's hokum, that's really not going to help this person to live their full life and meet their full capacities. So I'd say somebody who is maybe either equally intuitive Or just really open-minded and really willing to go with the flow and really willing to accept and love this person that much more for their viewpoints, I think, is really the best bet right there. With Sally Owens, her first husband, um, you know, he was very – well, Sally might not have been mystical. She might have been quick to dismiss her aunts. By the same token, there was a half of her that really also listened to her aunts and started believing them, especially when – so the biggest family – the Owens family curse is when, a, when somebody falls in love, that their love, their main object of affection dies. Um, that was the curse that Maria Owens actually had brought onto the family because she was heartbroken. Uh, With that said, though, it's usually indicated by the clicking of a death watch beetle, and usually it's always underneath a chair that that person occupies or near where that person occupies space in the house. Um, For Sally, I mean, even though she was like half listening to her aunt's advice when the death watch beetle was clicking underneath her husband's chair, dinner chair especially, uh, where he sat at the dinner table, um, you know, she didn't want to believe it as well too, because her husband was really too good to be true. But her husband was also very open minded. He wasn't too fear mongering and too much into believing the the ants, but also he didn't shut them down either, and didn't you know shut down um Sally's family um and their input. You know, he was willing to wash with the black soap that. her aunts or that sally's aunts had made during every new moon that he was willing to ingest certain herbs especially you know lavender and rosemary um to try to counteract the curse that was obviously happening or that was starting to come into effect but i mean somebody who is open-minded such as sally's first husband um impractical magic would be great for, um, this particular individual. I think also because this individual, you know, individuals who have Neptune conjunct the North node, I can't emphasize this enough. They're very compassionate. Um, so, you know, what usually happens with compassion is you give somebody a rope or like if compassion's a rope and you give somebody a little bit of that rope, a lot of the time, that person ends up taking the whole rope and they don't leave anything behind for the person who basically acted compassionately, which is really, uh, you know, an unfair reality, but unfortunately a reality nonetheless. Um, I think a lot of individuals with this particular aspect will definitely see that they might not want to believe that everybody's like this but they see it a lot in their lives where they give a little bit and the, you know the the other individual takes a ton and doesn't give a lot back so a perfect individual would be somebody who's equally compassionate and there are there are those out there there are individuals out there if you're not too sure what i would just say is because you have neptune in a very prominent spot in your chart I'd say possibly if um, – I, I really would say it doesn't really matter um, where your son is. I would say try dating a Pisces in all honesty or dating a Libra. Um, Libra Pisces I think would be two signs that would be really good for somebody who has – Neptune conjunct the North Node. I think really Pisces more than anything because Pisceans also have that high amount of compassion. Libras can as well too. It's a little different than with Pisces. Pisces really has Neptune as their ruler. So they definitely understand the high amounts of compassion that somebody who has Neptune conjunct the North Node has as well too. And they'd be able to not only... Take the compassion of this individual, but also give some in return as well, too. So there are people who are out there who are very compassionate as well. Just, you know, finding um, somebody of like ilk is what I would say um, as well. Uh, John Townley also mentioned now for John Townley, this was if um, one person should have Neptune, another person should have the North Node and they're conjunct within the synastry chart and the composite chart. Um, but I kind of took this, you know, to kind of blend it in for the person who has the Neptune conjunct the North Node. But really, it's um, the relationship is really about elevating spiritually, renewing an old tie or writing the last half of a saga. I think that's for the individual who has Neptune conjunct the North Node. Um, But I think really one thing that he mentions is that this individual could easily, you know, individuals who have Neptune, the North Node conjunct, can easily be swayed by ideals. And I think with Sally or somebody like Sally or somebody um, who has Neptune conjunct the North Node can easily be swayed by ideals. You know, the ideal image, the ideal character, the ideal person and what John Townley mentions in turn with relationships is to make sure that you're elevating to basically like a non-physical perfection or non-physical ideals. And how I kind of felt like this related was um, really try finding what's not perfect for the individuals who have Neptune conjunct the North Node. Try finding what's not perfect in the individual that you are with and finding perfection in the imperfect and kind of taking the, the relationship from there. And I think um, also I, I kind of I could see this where um, a great fit for this person would be someone who is not always of the ideal. You know, they, they have those imperfections that are just, great nuggets to their personality. They're, they're like, they're just perfect, even though they're completely imperfect in themselves. You know, kind of that that awkward, eccentric, I would say kind of like somebody who's a little eccentric would be great uh, for an individual who has Neptune conjunct the North Node. Well, Stargazers, um, if you do have this placement in your chart, uh, definitely let me know. On my socials, uh, def- that, that would be Instagram. Um, so that is at Sandra.Misick. That is M-I-S-E-K. Um, definitely find me on Instagram. Let me know how you like this episode. Uh, you can also email me at um, Misick or yeah, M I S E K. Sandra at gmail dot com. If you have like any further insights, or if it's like yeah, you you nailed this on the head perfectly. Or also if you have any further insights um, into. Um, relationships, if you should happen to have this placement as well, but all the way around, I do hope that this episode really helped you guys out, especially if you do have this placement or you do have this aspect in your chart and that helped to kind of solidify and really, um, open new doors for you. Um, as always, stargazers, feel free to look up at the stars. Um, you're not only seeing the origins of astrology, but if you're kind of like me and you just need like little breaks every now and then, nothing's better than just looking up at the stars. It's, it's just it's really awesome. And it's a very um, de- definitely a, a really brand new world that really opens up before your eyes. But above all, stargazers, I really do hope that you guys are well, especially with uh, Venus retrograde starting today. Which is, uh, I mean, I'm 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 already retrograded out. Even though Venus, even though I have Venus retrograde in my chart, and supposedly I can handle it a little bit better, I'm just I'm at that point where it's like I. I just really, yeah, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> um, I'm sure you guys are feeling the same way. Uh We're all going through our own personal battles, but especially if just Venus retrograde is just so much. I mean, it can be a lot in relationships. It can be a lot, you know, with beauty. It can just be a lot all the way around. Um feel free you know, I just really hope that all is is well um with you and that just above all I, I just kind of emphasize um in the retrograde cycle um particularly Pluto, Neptune and Saturn, I ended up having a um situation with my anxiety where I've had to literally restructure. Um, my plans with anxiety and particularly bedtime rituals because it affected my sleep So um, I do hear you on this one um, like I said again we seem to be all going through our own struggles but I just hope that um, you guys are all well. Um, if you do need help I do recommend better help. Um, I do use that as well that's been kind of a, that's been a lifesaver to me. Um, also seek help of your doctor or seek help of any medical professional if you need to at this time. Um, it seems like it's kind of, um, an interesting time for everybody, um, indeed, but, um, above all stargazers, I, like I said, just, I hope that you're well, I hope that you're being very careful and, you know, I hope that I can, you know, hear from each and every one of you as well too. But Stargazers, between now and next week, I will talk to you then. Also, if you are interested, you um, can become a Patreon to this podcast. Visit patreon.com forward slash 7th House Astrology for more details.